forgot about that. You should never show me Nordic Boy ever again. It's my background on my laptop, and I'm never changing it. It's a good background. Sophie, what exactly are we talking about so people know what your background is? Oh, uh, a screen cap from the quintessential Brian David Gilbert uh, unraveled video where he talks about the entire history of Kingdom Hearts, and he tells you uh, the entire plot of all of the games, and he loses his mind slowly because there is no plot and everything is makes no sense. Yeah, it's one of my favorite videos on the internet. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Um, that is correct. Today we're talking about our Patreon content. Yes. <laughs> um, but let me start this video off right. Hey, everyone. My name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, and you're listening to the Super Lit Podcast. is a bi-weekly podcast pertaining to books about the LGBTQIA community. Um, this week we are talking about a book called Hannah Wars. I don't have a copy in front of me because I left it with Sophie. So Oops. I could not tell you the author's name because I forgot. Oops, all me. <laughs> oops, all Brendan's fault. <laughs> oop. Big um, oop. Big oop. But yeah, Sophie, since you have uh, multiple copies of this book, do you want to um, tell us what she's about, who she is? Um, yeah, let me definitely not save another Zoom background real quick. <laughs> Get that one going there. Oh, no. I figure, finally figure out how to use Zoom backgrounds. I don't know how oh, to Oh, good. You didn't know how to? And my computer was like, you can't use me, bitch. And I was like, but what if I want to? You can't do this, but what if I want to? But what if I wanted? Oh, here we go. There we go. Okay. Oh. Oh, my shoulder. I'm disappearing. Where are we? We're in Hal's bedroom from Hal's Mimi Castle. Oh, I was like, I guess this could be like a henna shop. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, is that a bed? (laughs) Just like imagining a mystical room. Um, but yes, this week we were talking about uh, Hannah Wars. Um, again, mm-hmm. I left my book at Sophie's house. Um, this weekend was, uh, I would not say hectic. It was just like a lot was happening at once. I just turned mm-hmm. 30. Um, so we kind of uh, had a mini vacation weekend. So um, this episode is going up past our normal date because we needed to take time for ourselves. And Yay. Sophie had a migraine. <laughs> yeah. Sophie, Joy, me, Tenny, all of us had migraines. <laughs> we had a collective migraine and we realized that we're in a cluster together. So Yeah, we're in Sensate. I've never watched that, but I'm I'm in it. <laughs> there you go. Sophie, can you tell us about the book instead of saving Zoom backgrounds? Anyway, um 
Oh, you have it in front of you. That's good. Is that one my copy? Yeah. She has a new book coming out. Ooh. In May. This one okay, just anyways. came out this year, right? Yeah. She has one coming out in May. I'm on her Twitter. <laughs> Distracted. All right. I'm going to pull it together. You can do it for a diva. I'm going to pull it together. Okay. Should I read the inside sleeve? Can you tell me who the book is by? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can try. The author's name is Adiba Jagerdar. I remembered her first name, so I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is correct. But we love um, that. yeah, so if you going to tell us a little bit about the book, since she has the copies in front of her, um, I completely forgot that this book takes place in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably not cover the microphone with the book. Just cover the camera. Nishat doesn't want to lose her family, but she also doesn't want to hide who she is. And it only gets harder once a childhood friend walks back into her life. Flavia is a beautiful and charismatic, and Nishat falls for her instantly. When a school competition invites students to create their own businesses, both Flavia and Nishat decide to showcase their talent as henna artists. In a fight to prove who's the best, their lives become more tangled, but Nishat can't quite get rid of her crush, especially since Flavia seems to like her back. As the competition heats up, Nishat has a decision to make, stay in the closet for her family or put aside her differences with Flavia and give their relationships a chance. I'm sorry, I was trying to find a thing on her Twitter and I couldn't find it. And I'm mm-hmm. still trying to find it, but I guess I'm not going to find it. <laughs> uh, it's gone forever. It's lost forever into the internet. Anyway. Do you have any notes that you want to start off with? Bring you, collect your opinions. Bring them to me. <laughs> I have not. Uh, <laughs> You don't have any notes? I have no notes. Oh, no. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I don't think it's bad. It's usually, like, the book is very slice of life-y. Um, and I feel like I take less and less notes every time I read one of those. Um, mm-hmm. It was really nice reading about a culture that was not mine, um, mm-hmm. which was great. And um, I learned. I feel like I learned a lot about henna. Mm-hmm. in this and also I think maybe the only note I have is that I love that all of the white people are like henna tattoos and everyone who isn't a white person is just like henna yeah I just loved I honestly just loved that we love to see it we love to see it I only have one interaction personally with henna I've gone to Six Flags like three times in my life and when I was a kid yeah. I wanted um, a lower back henna kind <laughs> of thing. Did. And I think I like picked out a dinosaur design and I guess I didn't realize, I was in a bad spot and I guess I didn't realize you have to like wait for it to dry and I like moved around as young boys do. <laughs> when I got home it was just a fucking... <laughs> no! Yeah, blob on my back. Um, uh. Yeah, no, when I got home it was just a blob on my back and it was just um, not good. I showed it to my friends and I was like, look at this, it's a henna tattoo! And they were like, dude, the fuck there's nothing there other than like a brown blob yeah and then i realized it was because i didn't sit still yeah i feel like every child goes through that because there is inevitably like a henna stand run by like a 32 year old white woman named courtney who is gonna give you like a weird stencil dolphin tattoo at yep. a various beach boardwalk and or uh 
theme park. Yeah, it was, um, I wish it was better. <laughs> Don't we all wish it was just better? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, that's my only like interaction with it. But uh, I, I think the other note I had was everyone in this book is so mean to Nishat. Yeah. Ever, like literally, so usually in books, like there's some sort of strife that happens. But like mm-hmm. in this book, it was like, what if every character was mean? Henry. Question mark. <laughs> Just every one of them mean, including the love interest. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone sucked. Everyone's Every one bad of them except was mean. the main character. Um, her and sister no one is deserves also her mean. Love. Yeah, her like her sister is like, just okay. She's a, a, a very young teenager, so I guess like whatever. But like, your friend did something awful. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> and then you're trying so to be like, friends someone that is like literally a bully to your sister. What? What? To save your friendship. Go home. I don't... I don't... I don't... Yeah, I know I said I, I don't have notes. I The notes are internal. The notes are internal. They're inside the house. <laughs> the, the notes are coming, are coming from, from inside, inside the house. house. <laughs> Technically. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like as soon as like there was just like really blatant racism as like the lead antagonist and then the love interest was supposed to be like on their side it was like so i don't support this at all and i think both of you should stop yeah i know you're i know you're teenagers but also what if you what if you stopped what no. what if you stopped i don't so it has to fall in love at the end of the book darling don't <laughs> I, I think that is literally. Uh, I, I enjoyed reading this book. Um, the I I I think my issue was that every, like literally everyone was mean, and that like people are getting outed. It's just like everything is bad. Everything was bad, and then it was like really. And that I that's not me saying that the author wrote a bad book. That's me saying everything that happens in the book is bad. Yeah. No, I just think that there, uh, I'm just going to preface this statement by saying that we're both white people and neither of us have any connection to like South Asian culture, Mm -mm. but just like the fact that the book takes place in Ireland, which is like a relatively like politically progressive country in comparison to like some other British countries is still like i mean mostly for the fact that they were also like colonized by the british for a very long period of time even though they are also white people mm-hmm. uh there's still like blatant racism that exists there <laughs> and it just yeah. was like so it's a thing that absolutely exists and i think it was like handled very well in the text because like Teens be racist sometimes. sometimes. Um, <laughs> but it just like, I just like couldn't get over it. I just like, no, I was like nothing this character, unless the, unless like the love interest, like the next page was like, you know what? That's fucked up. All this is fucked up. You're right. This shit's fucked up. I'm going to not do any of this. And 
PSA, it doesn't happen. And I'm sorry. It doesn't happen. No. I think, okay. So, like, okay. So, remember, like, reading this, uh, reading, like, the summary for this book that was going to come out. And the idea of, like, two, like, two competing, like, things who, like, I feel like it's a very good rom-com plot line. (laughs) Two competing, like, like, Two competing businesses that are, like, selling the same product, and then the owners fall in love, and it's very cute. But it's, like, not the same thing as, like, two bakeries that are across the street from each other. They're both selling cakes when it's, like, a culturally significant art form in which one of the people is a part of that culture and one of the people isn't. Yep. And then the person that they're partnered with is also extremely not a part of that culture even slightly yep and is white and very racist yep and i was just there's a lot of things that happen in this book that (laughs) i i feel like just like (laughs) there's no forgiving this character i just like couldn't stop thinking about that the whole time there's also like a scene where like her she's like so okay so (laughs) I feel like I'm just like I can't talk about this. The book, so the the book starts with like the main character, basically, like the for the entire book, the lead character um, Nishat knows that she's gay. She's like, I'm, we're, I'm affirming lesbian. Let's go. Like I've figured this out about her herself. Mm-hmm. So she like is struggling to figure out whether or not she should tell her family or not. Yeah, and then relatively early on in the book she does and they kind of are just like okay but don't tell anyone because like because no because you're not allowed because it's bad just like just be straight just just choose to be straight it'll be fine um which is like obviously has like a lot of cultural significance specifically they're bangladeshi so it's like both of her parents are basically just like terrified for her which is understandable yep and then I guess so she like they start it starts off at a wedding of her cousin is it her cousin um it's It's like a a very distant relative it's a family member but they because they moved from Bangladesh to Ireland um and they don't really have any relatives here when they found out that um right okay is getting married I forget her full name um but when uh She's Sunny. getting married. Um, she like the family like clomps on, and it's like, oh my god, yes, we love this. This is something we mm-hmm. can do. This is part of our culture. We can definitely like it's a great thing, um, mm-hmm. and it sounds like a really nice time too. From the description mm-hmm. we got, also the food, I want to eat it. <laughs> Sounded amazing. Yeah, I was like, okay, I didn't realize that I was going to get hungry reading this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what. That's why I've been hungry all week. That's why I've been hungry and eating everything in front of me all week. Oh yeah, that's why. Um, so she ends up like meeting up with, or she so she like sees like a really old friend who she hasn't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Now grown up and hot. Um, <laughs> she's grown up and hot. Well, she has, like, the rom-com moment where she's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, look at her. She's a yeah. babe now. Um, yeah. 
and they have like a really cute moment um, mm-hmm. at the wedding together. And then she finds out like when school starts up again, that this girl Flavia is going to be at her school now. Yeah. So like, Oh my God. So excited. And their lockers are next to each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but then also quickly finds out that Flavia's cousins with China, who is uh, a racist piece of shit. Um, <laughs> I really, I really like. There are so many characters in books that I'm like, wow, you deserve it. You deserve to get your butt whooped. China <laughs> is that like white girl that's like really mean, has a whole school underneath her thumb. I'm like, what if one of the girls just like pushed you? Like, it sounds like you deserve. To get yelled at. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what if that were to happen? Like, what if we what got if that What if we just did in? that? Yeah. What if we just took her out? Yeah. <laughs> um, it would be a completely different book. <laughs> a completely different book, yeah. It's, it just becomes a murder mystery. Um, Which one of the 500 students that hated this girl killed her? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awful. We all have alibis. Yep. Um, we were getting our henna done. But yeah. Um, Flavia is related to China. Which I th- I didn't want for it to go the way it did for almost the entire book where it's like, hey, this is my family, but like I also have feelings for you. And I can see that she's like kind of mean to you. Mm-hmm. And like understandably family is important. Um, but mm-hmm. like... Okay, so here's the thing. Um, maybe I think I'm just like a little bit punchier than like most the average person. Mm-hmm. Um, I get real punchy when people like get in my friends' faces or like say shit about my friends. Uh, I like hate when I feel like I've had like multiple friends who have like dated people and they've been not good people. And then they break up and we're like, hell yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Let's break up because they suck. You deserve Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. And then they like get back with them. And I'm like, no, why'd you do that? And I like, just like, will forever hate this person. Um, There's no, you can't, there's no redeeming. There's no, uh, you don't get a redemption arc in my book. No. And Um, I feel like (laughs) Flavia, I really wanted to like Flavia the entire book, but I guess because she's just like, and she explains it. She's like, yeah, I feel like my my part of, like, her part of the family treats mm-hmm. me and my mom like shit because they think she's a dumb, a, like, a dumbass because she's Brazilian. Right. And, like, the idea is that, like, Brazilian people are always partying and getting drunk and they're not smart. And, like, this is that. So, like, I understand, like, how China can make you feel. It's like, okay, can you fucking, like, say something to her? Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't take that you having romantic feelings for someone to like be like, hey, you're clearly really shitty to this girl. Why is that? Right. Um. Yeah, I just like I don't because it wasn't it wasn't just like she's like a generic like mean girl who's kind of like bitchy to her and is like yeah. says like like kind of mean comments under her breath or like he's like passive aggressive she's like actively racist and was like your dad's food got everyone food poisoning because like 
Bengali food is bad and gives people digestive issues. And also you smell like curry and you're just like gross because you're like South Asian and just like it, it, uh, uh, yeah, no, it's just like, uh, I've never, I just, uh, (laughs) yeah. How this person hasn't gotten their ass kicked yet is like beyond me. Um, I never like wish that upon people. Like, I don't think I'm a very violent person. Like I never want to actually like physically fight someone would love to throw down verbally, mm-hmm. but like, dang. <laughs> yeah. So through like random happen circumstance, for some reason, what class is this for? They have to do a uh, business. business project. It's their mm-hmm. business class in high school. Yeah. Interesting. I had to take um, those. I didn't. Oh, yeah. I had to take business classes. It's like um, like in my economics classes, we would have to do stuff like this. We decided... I completely forgot about this. My um, classmate and I decided to open a candy shop. Uh-huh. And we actually brought in candy to like sample the goods, if you will. Um, and uh-huh. we got a really good grade. Cute. Yeah. Yeah, this is like a wild, like two month long business project that they oh have God, to like yeah. establish a real business, open it and up, actually for, execute like, it. Yeah, fully execute it, bring in their like numbers with all their profits and stuff, which just seems wild. Yep. Um, so during the course of that, Flavia (laughs) sees like quote unquote how easy it was to make like henna art and was like to the the person who is is part of her culture oh well like you know it's super easy to do like it's an art thing and I'm an artist so like that's why I should be able to do it it's art not a cultural thing and it's like sweetie shut up (laughs) Um, first of all, okay, I just, like, feel like this whole book was just me, like, mumbling under my breath, like, they're just teenagers, they don't know any better. Yeah, totally. But, like, I just, I, so I she tried, so, 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 so Flavia and China open up, like, rival, a, like, they plan to also open up a henna stand, which mm-hmm. doesn't make any fucking sense because neither of them have henna, like, at, like have any experience with henna at all in their culture. And then also she's, like, Nishad is talking to her two friends. Um, what are their names? Jesse and uh, Shawan. Shawan. I don't know. The, there's also, like, an entire scene where she's like trying to explain why she's frustrated to her two friends. Uh, and is it Jesse that like is oh, really says, dumb? Oh, the race card. Well, first of all, Jesse says, Oh, well she can do it because she's Brazilian and like African cultures use Hedda, which is just like hearts my brain so much. Africa's not a country. It's like a continent of so many countries with so many fucking different cultures. <laughs> and it hurts my brain. And then she like gets scared to say the word black. She's like uh F, F, she's she's like 
African-American, you know? It's like, yeah, she's black and Brazilian. Okay, let's, let's move on, please, and thank you. Um, um, and then after she said these really weird, racist, vaguely racist things, Nishat is like, okay, well, I'm Bangladeshi and that's part of my culture and we use it for like specific like ceremonies and things. And so I don't think they should be allowed to do it. And then she's like, oh, you're going to pull a race card out, which is just like, (sighs) if someone says the word race card unironically, that is absolutely a dog whistle for racism, in my opinion. That's this bad. Yeah, there are so many characters in this book. You just... And everyone uh, is very, like, docile. And they're like, oh, yeah, about the thing, like, you talking about, like, racism earlier. Like, I know it's just us now. So, like, I don't actually have to, like, tell my white friend that she did something wrong. And I kind of understand, yeah. but... And it's like, no, I don't want to... No. I'm proud yeah. of the shot for being like, you know what? You got it. And then you said, but. So I don't want to continue this phone call. Yeah, you you tried and then you said but, and that's I'm, not how you apologize. I'm so proud of the main character, and that's it. Actually, no, her parents Everyone else. for, like, you know, being human right. beings after a certain period of time. I thought it was going to be the entire book was like, <laughs> no, you're gay. <laughs> None of that. Bye-bye. But, like, you know, the um, last, like, five chapters, it was like, oh. <laughs> I think I think the book is like really beautifully written as yes. like an experience for yes. uh, a Bangladeshi family and like kind of trying to embrace mm-hmm. a queer child in their life and like I think all of that is really interesting and then obviously like the author herself lives in Dublin and is also Bangladeshi so she's like is literally writing about her life probably so like every bit of this book that has anything to do with like the culture like the way she's describing like the wedding and like the different clothes they're wearing and like any scene that's involving the family um there's like a lot of uh Bangladeshi language built into just the dialogue back and forth Mm -hmm. um like they greet each other and stuff that way. Uh, there's like a scene where they Skype with the grandmother. That's really cute. Yeah. Um, so like all of that is very good and I love that. And I just wish that was the book <laughs> and they just took out the romance plot. So I truly <laughs> could not get over it. And I know it's because I'm just like a petty and like stubborn bitch. And I like, can't, I, <laughs> I love I I think it's understandable that if you find out that, say, like, say you're my sister, which, why not? <laughs> Basically are. Um, if I tell you, like, wow, this boy has been, like, really mean to me and has, like, defended his brother's, like, really homophobic remarks. And I'm uh-huh. the one that's out and he's not. And, like, I don't know how I feel about it. But I think I'm going to continue seeing him. Would you be like, bad idea? Don't do it. Yeah, it's I not. would fully be like, bad idea. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah, you gave me that advice. I just like the... I really like the main character's story. I like Nishat's story. I like her family's story. I like hearing about her sister not wanting to do this, like, standardized te- standardized testing. Like, I, I oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, she's like, st- the struggle in the background <laughs> the entire book is just her sister uh, pretty Juggling. Trying. Like to helping like, her sister out with things, school, <laughs> into like junior her awful SATs, friend. Basically. Yeah, like 
Oh God. It's just, um, um, it's a lot. (laughs) I think, I think what really, I think the thing that like really has me hung up on this and I'm sorry that I'm literally just going to talk about this for the entire episode and nothing Mm -hmm. else about the book. Um, is that I don't think there was like a point in the book where the characters that had like made like any character that had made like a gen- like a racist statement or done anything there was like never a moment where they like fully held themselves accountable for their actions and like redeemed themselves they kind of were just like oh, I'm sorry, actually, I changed my mind. I'm a good person, I promise. And it was just kind of like... There's always an excuse for each of the characters. Like, Jess saying what she did, she was like, I just felt like you were pushing me out of my own thing. And, like, their friend being like, well, you know, like, I understand it to a point, but, like, I also didn't really understand it. And it's like, okay. And then the the other, like, um, Flavia, the love interest, it's like, um, like, this is, and I'm like, oh my god! There's always an excuse for the, the like the bad behavior. And again, they are teenagers and they are learning, but at the same time, like, mm, I feel I like you should like, kind of know better, just a little bit. I, I like as much as like Nishat stand up for stood up for herself throughout the book and stuff. I just like couldn't help thinking that like a younger person reading this book would be like, oh, okay, so I sh- I could compromise, like, my morals and things to, like, go on a date with a person I like. That's, like, a reasonable thing I should do, is I should just, like, accept, like, their terrible qualities. And, like, I feel like that's really not the move. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm shaking my head. You can't see this video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not no. the move. Uh-uh. I, and, like, we've all gone on dates with people, too, where you're like, Wow, I can't to wait go. to tell people about how awful this one is. Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, um, got on a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> there is also, like, a there's just, like, this weird thing, too, throughout the whole book where, mm-hmm. where Flavia was like, well, I'm an artist, and you're not an artist. So I was surprised that you would know how to do things. And then also was, like, which is just, like, a whole other level of, like, snotty things that that annoy sophie uh the top of the list is no things things that enrage sophie instantly i can definitely (laughs) hear like a teenager who thinks that because someone isn't an quote-unquote artist or studying art that means that they have no idea about art yeah And, and granted Flavia does know a lot about art as you learn, as you get to know her, but that's because she has like, it sounds like her family has like her mom has raised her to like know certain kinds of artists. And in Nishat's, you know, uh, and home, uh, she's like, Oh yeah, my mom doesn't have any of this stuff up. Like this isn't a thing that my family does. Right. And it's like, yeah, there are definitely like learning curves are, but to say that just because I'm physically learning about it, you can't be an artist. That's what it sounds like mm-hmm. to me. And that's like me, me jokingly saying, well, well I have an art degree. So, but like, no one really means that. Like you, have um, never, I, if, if I ever heard you say, well, I have an art degree. And like when you're talking to someone, I would be surprised. Cause that's not, um, talk to people. 
no, first of all, art elitism can get thrown the fuck out because it's a bunch of fucking bullshit and doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. There's like a point too where she was trying to like explain herself by being like, well, it's just like art. So like anyone should be able to do it. It should be like anyone, anyone can do any form of art, like watercolor. Anyone can do watercolor. It's like, okay, yeah, but watercolor isn't like a specific form of art that's tied strongly to like a culture in the sense that like it's used specifically for like ceremonies and like isn't used worldwide as opposed to watercolor, which is literally used in some form in any of every culture in the world. So yeah, and that was the thing too. I, I think wrong? in that like in that instance, it's like, well, I'm sure watercolor was associated with someone's like cultural whatever's or yeah, you know, it's like significant ceremonies. in Asia with like a lot of like ink drawings and stuff in China and Japan, but it's also yeah. been used throughout like most of Europe yeah. and like everywhere in the world. It's not, and it's also like not necessarily like tied to specific ceremonial like Mm-mm. use i just um <laughs> no I, I and i don't want this episode I don't know. to sound like we're this, just sitting here ragging on the book i think there's to definitely i think i think there's definitely a strong distinction too that needs to be made that like the author herself is from the culture and she like wrote this and herself so it would be like significantly different and like definitely um, an issue if the author was white or just like not of that culture at all so I think like it's definitely a case of like this person's writing about their own experiences and like mm-hmm. they're putting their own opinions into like the accessibility of stuff and I think at the end of the day kind of what happens is that the characters like come to the conclusion that like Nishat was right basically and that it should it's not necessarily that like other people can't do henna but it should be like respected as a specific art form but I just like I don't think anyone should be redeemed (laughs) no I don't think anyone in this in this specific book uh should be redeemed I like what that's this is is my issue is that i was like especially towards the end of the book there's like a lot of stuff that's like forgiven my characters and it's kind of like patched up a little too quickly and i understand that like narratively like you can't like really go into like a lot of nuance with like stuff but i i mean i think there was the space for it and i just felt like if i like it just is like i'm like i'm definitely overthinking things because i always do but like i feel like it's just like gently giving the wrong impression to like a younger person who might read this book and just like feel comfortable, like compromising themselves too much. And I, I think that's just like, I don't know, maybe that's more of like a millennial thing and like Gen Z is a little bit punchier, which is good. But I just like think the last thing you want to tell a teen is that they should like be quieter and like make themselves smaller because I think like, that's a thing that happens to younger people a lot and they should do the opposite actually. Especially with Go like punch an adult. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with like young queer women. It's like, no, you should keep quiet. Keep that to yourself. Yeah. Just like make yourself smaller in every aspect and like, don't actually push back or do anything to like question people, not even like argue necessarily or like to combat with people, but just so like, 
push back on stuff and have like a discourse and have some kind of like argument where you're like, I think maybe this is like not what you're thinking and we should talk about it. And I like, no, it's really fucking hard when you're a teen. So it's just like, it's just like a whole, so many levels, (laughs) which is so many levels. I think too, to properly demonstrate having boundaries. And I think within the book, there are instances in which she's, she has proper boundaries but right. it feels as though Nishat, the character, she has like a a very easily passed boundary that like she tries to set up something where it's like, no, this is it. And like the people around her are like, well, actually, no, I don't think so. And it just feels yeah. like it's never, it's always, no, actually, I don't think so. Right. And Flavia at at a point does say like, you know, you were right about what you were saying. I think it's shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that does, for her specifically, happen. And I think with Jess and her friend as well. But it, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It still doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like, it feels like these people realize that their friend had a boundary. But they were never like, oh, I'm sorry for <laughs> just flat out saying, like, I'm sorry for being racist or, like, a racist yeah. apologist. I mean, they even, there's even like, <laughs> full spoilers, there's even like a moment really towards the end of the book where like the main antagonist comes up and says like something like, mm-hmm. uh, I guess I'm like, sorry, whatever for something I did, whatever. And like walks away. And then the characters kind of like, was that her? She doesn't even actually fully of- apologize because she sees people walking towards them and she doesn't want to be seen with her. Yeah, and they're like, oh, is that her form of an apology? And they're like, well, that's the best we're going to get from her. And I'm like, okay, I understand, like, a point where you're just like, fuck it, I don't want to deal with her anymore, so I'm not going to push it. But also, like, don't be like, oh, she apologized, it's fine. Yeah, that's not like, She apology. never apologized. No, she the She never thing apologized, is, she's still a bad person. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. The thing with apologies is you actually physically have to utter the words, I'm sorry for, insert thing that you did wrong. And not, I'm sorry you feel this button. way. Because yeah. that's not an apology. That's gaslighting. I think it was also, like, interesting that, uh, like, Flavio is so willing to defend China's actions for a significant portion of the book because you find out later that basically, like, every part of, uh, like, like, every part of, like, Flavio's culture or that's, like, her Brazilian side is, like, kind of gently repressed by like the white Irish side of her family and she like mm-hmm. makes her uncomfortable and she like doesn't like it and they like make a point to be like well they kind of like don't really accept that part of the family just ignore that part and like so it just I mean I guess she's just kind of like I don't want to say like a weak character but it's just like She's experiencing something that's happening with her family and it's hard for her as a teenager because her mom wants her to know that side of the family. But at the same time, her knowing that side of the family is definitely very much like a performative thing because she has to behave in a specific way as to not, um, I guess, make it feel like she is exactly what she, they think she is. So it's all very performative and it, it's very difficult for anyone of any age, but especially a young person. Yeah. Well, she's seeing, like, she's seen her mom tell her to be, like, proud of her Brazilian culture, but then also, mm-hmm. like, her mom's actions are not necessarily, it's in the same like, breath. speaking that. Yeah. yeah. So she's, like, 
you should be proud of it and we should celebrate our culture but also like when our white part of our family comes over we have to pretend to be like we can't be brazilian and we like shouldn't speak portuguese in front of like certain people mm-hmm. and like and china actually makes it like oh like don't you hate when that happens and it's like do you feel like it's because they're talking about you yeah it's like also, every like, white person it's literally happier <laughs> Yeah. If literally half your family was Brazilian and you could just like learn Portuguese from them, why wouldn't you? Because that language is buck wild. But also like <laughs> you're literally feeding into like every quote unquote every white person's nightmare. If like these people are having a conversation about me, it's like in this instance, they might. I, I can't remember specifically what they're talking about. They probably were, but yeah. But that doesn't it doesn't matter. That's like, I mean, you just have to be like really, really privileged to walk into a room and assume everyone's focused on you and talking about you. Um, Or you have to be very aware of how shitty you are (laughs) for you to think that. Yeah. Also, like, don't barge into your cousin's bedroom. Like, knock. (laughs) First of all, knock. Because it's just like in, for anyone, doesn't even matter who it is. If you're going to go into someone's space, knock. Yeah, honestly. Um, there are a lot of things I learned from this book, and one of them is please knock. <laughs> there might be someone having like a self discovery moment in their bedroom. Oh my God. In this specific okay. book, yes. <laughs> I, I really feel bad because I, I actually I enjoyed reading the book. Um, I just really disliked all of the characters other than Nishant and her parents and her yeah. sister, I guess, too. We'll let her slide mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Everyone is gently awful and then awful and then gently awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like, I just, I just wish that there was like a, like a moment where we just had like a little bit more of a back and forth between the main characters where they were like, let's talk about you being like gently racist to me at the beginning of the book that we both are conscious that we're in. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think we're just expecting. Here's my thing. If the book went the same way, but the two didn't wind up together and instead had a conversation of like, Hey, what happened between us was not chill. It was not good. Um, I yeah. think we both need to learn from this. I understand that we both have feelings for each other, but I think that we need to work through this before we date. Yeah. yeah? I think that would have been a better ending. Yeah. I have never once done that for any of the books that we have read because I hate doing that. Um, like rewriting the ending? Yeah. I'm not yeah, one of those I- people. No, but I think that there needed to be more space for, like, just the discussion and, like, the relationship between the characters before they were, like, everything's fine, we're in love. And I was like, well, yeah, but you probably need to work some stuff out. Yeah, because the book is already almost 400 pages by, like, I want to say it's missing, like, 11 pages to make it 400. Just make it, like, a 425-page book. Yeah. Yeah. 
We could also cut out one of the like four party scenes. Yeah. There are a lot of parties in this There's okay. So many parties. You know how like you're watching a horror movie and you Mm -hmm. like know that the the killer is in the house and the people are like, go in the house anyway. And you're like, why would you do that? Don't go in the house. The parties. That's the party scene. (laughs) Because the like the first the parties coming from inside the house. (laughs) There's like a flashback. So when China said all like the gross like stuff to Nishat. That's one party in the summer before. And Uh then she goes to two more parties after that, that are hosted by China. Technically the wedding is also a party, but that party was awesome. Well, no, that was nice, but I'm talking specifically about the parties that are hosted by China. They're all hosted by China or China and her are going to a party. Yeah. And she's like, you should leave. And I, I told them that you were sick. And yeah. the girl is like kicking around. It's like, oh, because you have diarrhea because you ate your dad's Indian food. And it's like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? But she's like, fine. We could probably start a henna business with her. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. And like, um, I, there, are, there are points in the story that I'm like, oh, this nice thing happened. Like, you know, Flavia making a really nice sign for her that, you know, gets destroyed. So it doesn't matter. But, like, I guess, but she still like goes and helps China instead of no, exactly. You can just be like, like Hey, our business failed. I'm so sorry, teacher. I'm just gonna take the L on this one. We're taking the L. Teenagers take L's on on things all the time. Just take the L, sis. (laughs) I want to read more from this author, though. Yeah, I'm excited for her next book. I, uh, I find her writing style really nice, and if it if it blends her culture into like another book, I would love to read that. Because mm-hmm. those were the parts it. that were so interesting to me. Like I wanted to learn more. Like hearing about like her grandmother was really nice, uh, even though she was like a very very small part of the book. Um, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to get more scenes with her, um, her cousin. I guess we'll say. Uh huh. Um, I thought her we were going to have more. Of, yeah. Of that I just I wanted more. Of, like, the family stuff. And, like, hearing about, like, the designs of the henna that she's specifically coming up with herself. Yeah. Like, I think that's really cool. But, yeah, I I would... Alas. If someone is interested in a book like this, I would definitely say, like, go on and read this. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, like, if you're looking for more, like... Um, female romance like i would i would say that um obviously mm-hmm. beware of like the things that we spoke about right but, but you know it's nice I, I think also because we just read a superhero book going into this i was like oh this is like book one of one it's not like a book two of two situation where it's like action packed the whole time right. this was like a slice of life and i was like oh i have to like reel myself down from that but I wasn't disappointed in the book itself. I was just like really upset with the characters in the book, which I mean, I guess that means that our author yeah. did a really good job writing them. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I was talking to Zach Smedley and I, and he told me, he was like, yeah, I read your tweet about like wanting to fight the one character. And it's like, I mean, I guess I did a good job because it like made you mad. And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> You're right. You're I right. I am mad. mad. <laughs> I have his, uh, his bed that he jettisoned an entire cup of milk onto was replaced. <laughs> Forgot about that. 
I'm never going to forget about that. I literally scream cried while he was Always talking to me about forget. that. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything else to add because I don't want to sit here and rag on the book. That is not what I do. Yeah. Again, I really liked, I feel like I'm just like trying to like. <laughs> You're trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah. Because that's your. That's my uh, thing. <laughs> you have to, you're just like, no, don't tell them. Mean I'm not trying to be mean. I just. <laughs> no, and that's the thing. I'm not trying to be like mean or like read a bad Goodreads review. Oh that's God, like, no. I don't want I, this to the, come off as that. <laughs> it's the, it's not like the. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, it's just specific points in the plot where I was just like, everyone's bad and I don't yeah. like the characters, but it's really well written. <laughs> no, and that's the thing, like, it would be awful if you guys like went out and picked up this book and you were like, oh, Brennan and Sophie really like this. And you start reading it and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't, we just glossed over it. I don't think that'd be right. Uh, yeah, I think that's everything we have for this episode. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the henna wars and... <laughs> Chicken, do you want to do the outro with us? Come here. Okay. okay. Do you think they should check out our Patreon? No. <laughs> she said no. She said, don't go to patreon.com backslash the super low podcast. <laughs> she said, I'm not on there, so you wouldn't be interested. Mm-mm. She probably is. She just doesn't know it. But yeah, we were talking about the Henna Wars, and um, my name is Brendan Patrick. That's Sophie Green, also assistant manager chicken. And uh-huh. um, yeah, you've been listening to the Superloop podcast. Oh,